0: this broke as me, I like that, when I was young I had two pair of leaves, besides that, the pinstripes and the gray, uh-huh. the one I wore on Mondays and Wednesdays, while uh-huh. niggas flirt, I'm slow with tigers on my shirt, and alligators, uh-huh. you wanna see the inside, huh. i see you later, They come the drama, oh, that's that nigga with the fake, wow! Uh-huh. Why you punch me in my face? Stay in your place, play your position, uh, become my intuition uh-huh. Go in this nigga pocket, rob him all his friends, watch it That hoes clock it, uh, here comes respect His crew's your crew, or they might be next Look at they man eye, big man, they never try So we roll with them. Uh, stole with them. I mean loyalty Niggas bought me milks at lunch, the milks with chocolate The cookies, butter crunch, 80 88, 88. school by 10 i then began to encounter with my counter parts of how to burn the block Say the hustler's prayer. If the game shakes me or breaks me, I hope it makes me a better man. Take a better stand, put money in my mom's hand. Get my daughter this college plan so she don't need no man. Stay far from timid, only make moves when your heart's in it. And live the free, sky's the limit. I was young, I had two pair of leaves. the pinstripes in the gray, uh-huh. the one i wore on mondays and wednesdays uh-huh. while niggas flirt i'm saw with tigers on my shirt and alligators uh-huh. you want to see the inside huh? i see you later they come the drama oh that's that nigga with the fake wow uh-huh. while you punch me in my face stay in your place play your position uh-huh. come my intuition uh-huh. go in this nigga pocket rob him all his friends watch it that hoes clock it uh-huh. here comes respect his crew's your crew or they might be next look at they man-
1: All right, here we are. Boom,
2: boom, budge.
1: <laughs> uh, all right, what is going on, guys? We are we are back, man, with yet again another edition of the Notorious Sales Podcast, man. And on this episode, we are bringing to you guys. Um, Uh, another episode of news man we're bringing you guys another episode of news if you guys do not know how this show works man every monday we're on here with notorious unscripted and every friday we are on here with the news man and on this particular episode we have the 80th edition of the notorious podcast man That's crazy number 80 bro before 20 more episodes 20 more oh, weeks, and we'll be at 100, man. It's crazy, crazy. Or mm-hmm. even in 10 more weeks, we'll be at 90. That's crazy as well, uh, man. weird. Crazy. But we'll get to those episodes when we get to them. But now we're going to focus on episode 80, man. And like I said, um, we're on here every Friday with the news, man. And every Monday with Notorious Unscripted, man. So like I said, we're on here with the news. But not only the news, Ron here with the Crown Jewel review um and uh Mm -hmm. quite a couple positive things to say about the show as a matter of fact um which is very shocking in its own right um but anyway before we get into all that good stuff um if this is your first time watching and you guys do not know who we are here at the notorious hills podcast i am johnny mayhem one half of the host of this very show and as for the other half we got my man sir k here how's it going man
3: (laughs) going good man it's going good just normal ass fucking days just chilling out and yeah, normal ass shit bruh it's just been normal as hell None crazy been going on and it's just been fucking normal man it's just been fucking normal just playing the game going to work and just chilling out when I'm not at work so normal ass time bruh but uh, what about you man
1: yeah man for sure for sure same same, bro. Nothing. Uh, nothing out of the ordinary going on at the moment, man. So, just, yeah, uh, getting ready for the this Bray Wyatt debut tomorrow on <laughs> Bound for Glory.
3: Well, he, he's looking, he's probably definitely debuting. We got Titan over there.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, good for him, man. His ass. Good for him. Good
3: for him. Not good for Impact, though.
1: No, no, not at all. It's a terrible um,
3: accusation. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, it is. Especially after his... You know, I was willing to give the guy a fucking chance, man. But then when he came out and once again blames the fans, but then goes out and says, WWE made him a corporate monster. Dude, you clearly don't like, like the bro. fucking fans. You clearly love this corporate fucking bullshit. You, you clearly be. wanted to uh, get your job back. Um, and it went so far as for you to beg. To get your job back, so listen, man. I don't know how. I don't know how true to uh, professional wrestling this guy really is, man. But yeah,
3: exactly.
1: Yeah, I was willing to give the guy a chance, but then he kind of killed his own hype once again.
3: Exactly. Just yeah, when I himself.
1: when I seen when I seen the control your narrative or the free or whatever it's called the narrative whatever, I was like, damn. Okay, might give this guy another shot, man. But then Braun Strowman just had to go and. Step on his own hype once again, man. Literally, already uh, that fast. Yeah, exactly, man. So, yeah, man. Before we get this started, bro, uh, if you guys did miss this past episodes episode of Unscripted, uh, you can watch that now on all five platforms. We're on uh, yeah. Anchor, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and obviously the uh, the alma mater, I guess, YouTube. So, yeah, man. Hell yeah. So, uh, yeah, so check check us out on there. We talk about, we're going to run it down again on here. Um, uh, One of the main stories we talked about on there. But you got Crown Jewel Predictions. You got Saturday Night Dynamite Review. And you got uh, this news that AEW was going to possibly be bringing in chris hero earlier this summer and they passed on it so we're going to talk about it uh briefly here but um crown jewel crown jewel man this show gets kicked off with uh this kickoff match and i I don't know i don't know what the fuck is going on here anymore the usos defeat the hurt business
3: usos were on the kickoff match (laughs)
1: Why the fuck, well, that too, uh, but why the fuck are they facing the Hurt Business? The Hurt Business. What do the they what? have in common with these guys? Or what do they, what's the story here? What is the story? It's the feud. They're not even on the same fucking brand. Yet, they're it's facing... Not like the Hurt
3: Business are going to SmackDown.
1: Exactly, exactly. They are still on Raw, and the Usos have just been showing up on Raw just because... I don't understand it. Roman Reigns wanted them, wanted these guys on SmackDown so badly, and they've been on Raw every single week. And Literally.
3: Smackdown. Like, dude. I don't get it. Stick to one fucking it. show. It's really not that hard.
1: Yeah, as a matter of fact, I did not catch this match. Um, I did not care to go back and watch it like I did the first half of the show that I missed. Um, But, yeah, man, I mean... The,
3: it's but, the most pointless match ever. Why was this match even on the card?
1: Why, 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 why waste these guys' time with flying them out there just to?
3: For no reason.
1: Literally for, for no. no well, actually, both of these two. um uh, both. Of the, well, the Usos had a spot on tonight's card. The Hurt Business. Yeah. I mean, they had a spot on tonight's fucking card, man. But it was not. Uh, they didn't need. Not to be ideal. There.
0: It was not exactly. fucking
1: ideal in the slightest. Uh, we'll get to that match later. But to start the show, we have Edge versus Seth Rollins, man, and a Hell in a Cell match. Oh, by the way, the Usos beat the Hurt Business in 10 minutes and 40 seconds. Edge defeats Seth Rollins in the opener to Crown Jewel, and this was a Hell in a Cell match. And boy, oh boy. um, This was a great fucking match. This was a great fuck, bro. That table spot with Seth, everybody's talking about it. When he hit, he hit the cage and then came crashing down on the table. I cannot give enough praise to Seth Rollins, man, here, and Edge as well. These guys put on a fucking amazing match. Uh, Seth Rollins, um, you know, has came a long way, being that... Mm -hmm. uh,
3: being that, last fucking Hell in I was going to
1: say, the last Hell in a Cell he was in was, um...
3: Was legendarily bad. It's infamous yeah, it, at this point.
1: It is. It is. It is a infamous Hell in a Cell match. Um, but, uh, you know, man, I hear a lot of people saying that this was one of the best Hell in a Cell matches they've ever seen, and, um, I, I, I agree. I agree. Oh, Wholeheartedly. Wholeheartedly. This was a great match, um... Seth did, uh, did the curb stomp with the chain wrapped around his foot, um, uh, Edge had him in a cross face with, um, uh, with a screwdriver, and then he ultimately ended the match with a curb stomp onto a chair, but yeah, bro, these guys put on, these guys put on a a great Hell in a Cell match, man, and, uh. Hey man, I mean, when it's done like this, when it's done like this, you don't mind seeing them, um, but you know, do this, you
3: don't need a pay-per-view after
1: them. Exactly. Exactly. Do Do this. this. Uh, Yep. At a big pay-per-view, um, where it's, it makes sense and. I'm saying this right now. This needs to be the end of the feud, man. I don't want to see these guys Jeez. go over to Raw and keep this going. This needs to be the end of this feud. And, uh, yeah, man, it, it, it definitely needs to be the end of this, man. It's it, This this is done with these guys. Um, and definitely. what a way to go out. What a way to go out. I took uh, my hat off to both of them, bro. Great fucking Hell in a Cell match. Loved it. Loved it, man.
3: Um, you could tell Seth wanted to have fun and do some cool shit in a Hell in a Cell match ever since that Fiend match. He just wanted to do cool shit in LSL. And that shit was fucked by Vince. And he was pissed about it. So now this is his personal redemption that he wants to do in an LSL or match. And it's great. Love to see it, bro. And Edge had a very interesting match. As someone who have said it multiple times, I do not care about Edge in the slightest at this point. I liked it. I really liked the match. And Edge did really good. He's He's good in his age. They just don't know how to use him in his old age. That's why I don't
1: really care for Edge. Yeah, he... um. The earlier half of this Rollins feud sucked.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: It oh, sucked.
1: Well, the later half has been very good. Seth has been hitting like his that. stride. Um, mm-hmm.
3: They've done a lot of interesting shit like the break-in. Yep, and they have. all that shit. They have. They're and making I... it interesting, which is good.
1: Yeah, and I honestly feel that this is all Edge and Seth. I think so. You can tell. It's got their personal touch written all over it. Um, and these guys have created a interesting, an interesting feud for the later half of it. And, yeah, man, you, you got to tip your hat off to him, bro, for sure. Edge, uh, Edge has been put in these long feuds with people, and he has not had time to face... Uh, Have any of these dream matches? He hasn't had time because he's been in these long-ass feuds that have sucked.
3: Uh, Long ass people.
1: Yeah. Yep. Orton for a year and a half. You had Roman, and that feud just felt like an afterthought, being that they've just thrown people at Roman without any story, um, Mm -hmm. except for the big names. You know what I mean? Like uh, um, Brock and uh, Cena Edge was even a big name that was treated as an afterthought like a Cesaro or somebody like that. They've kind of just thrown people at Roman and just to get a match out of the way. He had a little mini feud going with Rey Mysterio for a little bit. Yeah, I mean, Exactly. Just, yeah, I mean, there's only been a, a couple guys that have really had the time to actually sink their teeth into a feud with Roman, and Edge was not one of them. The feud was completely... We don't uninteresting that not good. um literally no but i gotta tip my hat off to edge and seth here bro i really do i really do man and if they want seth to challenge biggie i don't understand why he lost here um right, i don't exactly. i don't i don't get that part at all but I don't know if you want him to win the Rumble, or I don't know what you want to do with Seth, but I'm interested to see how we get him to Big E, if that is the plan. Exactly. Um, Exactly.
3: I'm very curious.
1: Yeah, same. Um, But yeah, Edge defeats Seth Rollins in a Hell in a Cell match in 27 minutes and 40 seconds. Isn't it amazing what can happen if you give people time to have a match?
3: Exactly, i.e. Women's Tournament literally this match alone is longer than the entire tournament and then some
1: yeah <sighs> literally sad. literally you
3: could literally take it in half add it on to the already amount and it would probably still be like 27 minutes that's right. sad
1: yep um let's see damn I was trying to look up a picture of that one dude um the dude that debuted in this match I can't before we go over it, let's see. I'm sure WWE posted it. Oh,
2: okay.
1: Um, okay. Mansoor defeats Mustafa Ali here. Um, Mansoor, obviously, the hometown guy. Um, oh, yeah.
3: Knew he was gonna win.
1: Yeah, the hometown guy. Everybody knew he was gonna win. Um, and yeah, Mustafa Ali was playing up to his heel role, and I seen that this was the first pay-per-view match uh, with two Muslim performers mm-hmm. in it.
3: Shit, um, nice.
1: Or like, a, cool. it was the first like all Muslim.
3: Yeah, like match uh,
1: match and uh, like on a pay-per-view. Uh, yeah, man. So these guys. Uh, I mean, this match was it was what it was. I mean, I, I, I kind of like these two as a team. I don't uh, think I would have split them up. I, I kind of like their little story they had going on, where Ali was trying to give Mansoor like a little edge to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, I mean, it just
3: delusional babyface.
1: Yeah. Um, but I like Mansoor. Hopefully, he can go to yeah. SmackDown and. Um, Have uh have some more edge to him as a baby face and I think he'll be just fine. He is not bad at all. And Mustafa Ali everybody fucking knows how criminally underused Mustafa Ali is. Um Literally. Yeah, there's uh it's so funny, man, how wrestling fans have used the terms of underrated so much. It's like underrated has a completely different meaning from underused.
3: Oh yeah, underused is the real one to use. Like,
1: Under, yeah, underused is like Cesaro. Cesaro isn't really exactly. underrated anymore because no, everyone, everyone
3: knows he's fucking good.
1: Yeah, yeah, but yeah, Literally. Mustafa Ali, I mean, it, I mean, it's stupid to say he's underrated because he's not underrated, he's underused. Somebody who is sure. underrated is, uh... Hmm. hmm. Who's someone that's
3: Underrated. i trying to
1: think. Evil Uno and Sue Grayson.
3: That's true. They are fucking... Nobody recognizes their fucking talent.
1: Yeah. Nobody ever talks about how great those guys are. And honestly, part of the reason is because AEW never has those guys in a match together. No,
3: as, as a team, just a, the two of them. They those guys
1: have. are fucking great, man. Those really. guys are when you get those two in a traditional tag team match against anybody, it's a damn good match. It's those neat. guys, those guys are are very underrated. I would say underrated really and underused. Are.
3: They really are, exactly. Both because they they're always of them, I would say do weird combinations like Uno and Silver, and then yeah, Stu. They just did it.
1: Like... They just did it exactly. Uno, Silver, and Reynolds. Like, what the fuck is that? You know?
3: Like, where's, like, I don't know. They just don't know how to use that group at any capacity. They're bad with that. They do not know how to book the Dark Order.
1: No. No. Not at all. Not at all. But, Mansoor beats Mustafa Ali here in uh, 10 minutes. Exactly. And after the match, Ali uh, attacks Mansoor. And I'm going to butcher the fuck out of this. Tareg Hamidi um he is a silver medalist in the Olympics came out with uh his face covered up Mm. and he comes out and he's slowly wrapping it around his fucking head to take it off and the crowd's like oh they're going crazy this is their fucking Saudi Arabian hero or some shit I don't know what these people think I don't know um it's probably the, crowd, like the group. Yeah, the the crowd the crowd's going crazy. This dude's from Saudi Arabia and um, he kicks Ali in the head and he celebrates with Mansoor, and yeah. Great uh, great moment for these mindless fucks in Saudi Arabia. Um, next up, RK bro defeat AJ Styles and Omo in eight minutes and forty seconds, bro. So, everybody was upset. Um, Everybody was upset because everybody wanted to see Randy Orton RKO Omo. Uh, I guess that's what they've been building that up to. Um, You know, he hasn't hit an RKO on Omo in the past couple weeks. So, everybody thought that that is how this was going to conclude, and it did not. This match was very short. It was, I mean, another tag match. It was a
3: WWE tag match.
1: Yeah, it was another tag match between RKO or RK Bro and uh, AJ Styles and Omo, and um, AJ Styles went for the phenomenal forearm, got caught in an RKO. Matt Riddle hit the floating bro, and that was that was it. That was it, man. And RK Bro celebrated. Matt Riddle came out on a camel, the and
2: Michael
3: Cole.
1: Michael Cole says Matt Riddle is riding high. Yeah, we know. I fucking
3: love Michael Cole bro (laughs) he's riding high bro he's riding high i'm sure he is (laughs) probably was (laughs) um
1: yeah man uh yeah they really need to they really need to uh do away with aj styles and omo uh and it's not do and i i say that uh to get AJ Styles away from Omo and not to have Omo start a singles run.
3: Exactly. I just um, want AJ by himself again.
1: Yeah, I really do. I want uh I just miss two thousand and sixteen AJ Styles, man. I really do I
3: really do, bro. And with the you can have a great program with Roman on Ra- yeah. on SmackDown.
1: Yeah you can. Um Zelina Vega defeats Dewdrop. In 5 minutes and 55 seconds. Damn. And. Do you know how she beat Dewdrop? I actually did not. With a fucking sunset flip. <laughs> she hit a fucking sunset flip on Dewdrop and beat her.
3: Bro, this it wasn't smashed like 3 minutes.
1: It was five minutes and fifty-five seconds.
3: Wow, five minute match! Holy shit! The longest match in this
1: tournament, in the whole tournament, was five fucking minutes.
2: (laughs) Uh, This is is a fucking disgrace.
1: the The whole crop of talent in this sucked, except for
3: all the wrong people won.
1: Let me see. Let me see this. As a matter of fact, like.
3: The whole tournament has accumulated less time than a quarter of some of Omega's matches, bruh. That is sad. A quarter of his matches is one entire tournament for this Okay.
1: Shayna Baszler, Dana Brooke, Drop, Natalia, Tony Storms, Lena Vega, Liv Morgan, and Carmelo were all in this. Meanwhile, Rhea Ripley is in a... Tag team she does not need to be in. Um God, who else is on this woman's roster? Um that you could have put in there. Uh I'm trying to think. Carmella does not need to be in here. Dana no. Brooke did not need to be in here. No. Natalia did not need to be in here.
3: Uh you could have put Shotzi, you could have put Dean Knox.
1: Yep, you yeah. could put well, yeah. Whatever happened to
3: those like, two? All right, I I hear some, I heard something about them earlier. A story popped up. I didn't read it. It was about Shotzi. Let me look it up. Accidentally split that group up in the draft.
1: They
3: did. They did. <laughs> yeah, WWE makes big change to... Let's see. Um, oh, she's going to be a heel?
1: Oh, Shotzi? Mm-hmm. I'm oh, down.
3: I'm down to see it, even though... Because that's babyface. Uh, She's
1: that is true. I remember that's how crazy true. she was? She was like, very. She got cringy.
3: better, but she balls, was bad.
1: What, what was her thing? Balls. Uh...
3: <sighs> what the? Oh my god! You're
1: what was what her the fucking fuck catchphrase? Was... was it eat oh, balls? <laughs> <that>. <laughs> <laughs> eat balls. It was um.
2: <laughs>
3: the ballsy badass. Way. That's what it was. Yep, ballsy
1: it badass. Eat, that shit my is so bad. Eat my tank. Eat my dick. Yeah. That's what I gotta fucking say. That's my fucking <laughs> catchphrase. Eat balls. <laughs> <laughs> I feel
3: like a fucking YouTube comment. Eat um, balls.
1: Yeah, bro. I mean, Rhea Ripley. God, I'm gonna think of a bunch when we get off, we get off of here. Shots of oh, Blackheart, Tegan Knox. You could have called Are up the Dakota Kai for them? this shit. Zia Lee. Zia, Zia, Zia Lee. Lee just got called yeah. up.
3: Someone else um, got called up. Or. Isn't someone uh, else calling up? Fuck. Oh, it was, um... Fuck. It was
1: fuck. ball. <laughs> <I laughs> uh, eat ball. <laughs> eat ball. <laughs> uh, God.
3: Dude, it was somebody else. I'm telling
1: Oh, well, yeah, Ricochet's on SmackDown. I forgot he was alive.
3: <laughs> I've seen a picture of the bald it. ass. Last night. but I think you saw about main event.
1: Why are you guys hanging on balls? Oh,
3: my God. <laughs> <laughs> it's freaking sad. Sorry. Eddie. Like, bro,
1: you're ugly. Naomi? Naomi? Oh, Why the Naomi. hell wasn't Naomi in this? Um, Especially
3: because they could have put her and Sonya in that shit. And built their exactly. feud exactly, in the tournament. Bro. Simultaneously. Yep, you like, they just don't you know how to do shit.
1: You could have had uh, Sonya. You could have had Sonya.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Um
1: what is it cost Screw naomi the from... tournament yep exactly
3: let me see Matt Biltzer, fucking
1: fucking few. tegan Knox. the uh, one we just said Rhea. there's a, mia yim um liv morgan oh, yeah, was in there seen. dude i forgot all about mia yim oh, um, shit. imagine signing mean? to a pro wrestling company and they don't let you wrestle
3: that's sad bro imagine that's that. sad
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, that's it for Raw, and then for SmackDown, Aaliyah was called up.
3: Oh, yeah, that's who the fuck I was thinking of.
1: Um, should have been in there. Damn, their roster's small as fuck now, man. Shayna, Zia Lee. I mean, why aren't Dakota Kai is one you could have called up? I mean, what is she doing? EO Shirai's doing nothing. I oh, mean, make this a, a big point. thing, man. Make this a big yeah, exactly. thing. There's no fucking point. Um, make it
3: special, bro. Use it to elevate everybody else and the winner. Just because everyone's not winning doesn't mean they can't be elevated through a tournament. Exactly. God, they just don't know how to do nothing, let alone a tournament. They don't five know how minutes, to make
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Five minutes for a fucking sunset flip. <laughs> And then Zelina Vega wins. And dude, dude Drop needs to be done. Uh, oh, dude drop needs be, be done. Uh Drop needs to be done. She needs to be Piper Niven. And yep. uh I'm and the worst part is Eva Marie didn't even cost her the match. It was dead match ass just from a sunset flip. That was it. We, and her fucking they theme might. song.
3: Oh bro, that shit is ass. <sighs> Hopefully they didn't use this loss to put her back with Eva Marie. I feel like they might do that for some fucking reason. I could see it.
1: Shayna Baszler should have just won the fucking tournament. Well, Dude, she should all have this.
3: just whooped this whole tournament and just fucking. And it, bro, Queen of Spades, Queen, Queen's of Crown, hearts. Bro. Like, ah, they, man, they just don't know how to fucking. Man, that would have been so, so perfect.
2: <clears throat>
3: and she lord. could like, I hate when they wear a crown, but she could have made like a cool little one of it. Like a spade on it and just casually wore it. That would have been cool.
1: Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Shit, right. And then that could have gave her a straight shot to Charlotte Flair to take yep. the belt off of her. There you fucking go. They've done this shit with Shayna Baszler. Shayna, Baszler remi- Shayna Baszler's pushes remind me of Kevin Owens. The stop and start very is honest. very yep. is ridiculously frustrating.
3: It really is, cause they just um, go hard with it and just drop yep. it at a dime.
1: She turns on Naya, She's an absolute monster, and then she just, just loses a to do drop.
3: Like what? <laughs> Makes no sense, bro. Want to bring up that point we heard last night from the OG?
1: <laughs> oh yeah,
3: about Vega. So Vega. Uh, we so we're talking.
1: We we're talking to our friend Flex. We we're talking <laughs> to Flex. Last night. I'm not going to drop his personal alias, but we were talking to Flex. um, And he said, he asked me, and Sir Kate, a really good question. He said to us, do you think they gave this to Zelina Vega because of what happened on 9-11 with her dad when they cut her match and she had the gear made and they cut her fucking Mm -hmm. match? And that's a really good question, man. That's a really good question. Did they give this to Zelina Vega because she was probably noticeably and understandably upset yes. because of what happened exactly. on that 9-11 episode of Friday Night SmackDown when they cut her match in the garden? Mm-hmm. Did they give this to her because of that? Probably. Because probably. they have treated Zelina Vega as a fucking jobber oh, ever since she came back.
3: Just she's another been.
1: person on the roster, bro. She really has. And I don't know. That's a very interesting question, man. That's a very it interesting is, question. It is. Yeah, it it is really Matt, is,
3: so. man. I gotta say it's probably true.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh moving on here. Bill Goldberg <laughs> defeats Billy. Bobby Lashley.
3: would a guessed.
1: In eleven minutes. In 25 seconds this Damn. was this was a spot fest um and it, i mean it was it was, it was okay goldberg uh, mm-hmm. goldberg didn't uh make me Did feel like job. he was going to end somebody's life uh this in saudi arabia every
3: time he was and in you the know what for all
1: for all these for all these people in this company that like to make fun of aew for being a spot fest um what was this match Literally. I mean, that's all Goldberg can do, but still. They make still. fun of AEW for being uh, spot monkeys and this and that. But, Bill Goldberg, 90% of Bill Goldberg's matches, 100% of Bill Goldberg's matches are fucking spot fests. It's a literally a of, finisher. Yep. And they make oh, fun yeah. of AEW for it. Bobby Lashley, bro. I was watching The Great One. I gotta give him his credit. Because, mm-hmm. um, he said this shit, but, I mean, it's a pretty obvious thing. doesn't take an idiot, but if Bobby Lashley would have won this, how much more of a beast would he have looked like? That could have put him right on oh, course bro. to facing Brock Lesnar.
3: It really could have, bro. He, he would have looked like a beast.
1: He could have. It could have. He, he looked like a beast, but instead, Goldberg... Goldberg, Bobby Lashley um, is running away from Goldberg and the, the Hurt Business. Remember how I told you guys they had a spot on tonight's card? Yeah, not the best one. They got fucking buried by Bobby Lashley, both of them. No, oh,
3: of course. Why would you put the group back
1: together if this was the, uh, this was the plan here? Exactly. You split the group up and you never should have. These guys... I can't believe they fucking did that, man.
3: I really cannot.
1: Uh, he buries the Hurt Business and spears Bobby Lashley off the stage, which, I mean, it looked great. It looked great. It was a great spot. Mm. And um, pins Bobby Lashley. I thought in an old holds Bard match, you had to pin him in the ring. This isn't a fucking Falls Count anywhere. Yeah.
3: And they make up their own fucking rules on a time. They don't give a fuck.
1: They, bro... Bobby Lashley loses to Bill Goldberg, and why why is this man even winning at this point? Literally. Bobby Lashley could have looked like a monster and had a hot shot to Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. But nope. But no, mm-hmm. Ridiculous, man. Fucking ridiculous. Truly ridiculous. So, Bobby Lashley gets yet again another loss. In the past two months, this dude is a bona fide loser at this point. The days Literally. of the almighty are fucking way behind us.
3: The almighty loser is by fucking Lashley.
1: Good Good God.
3: Shit Xavier sad.
1: Woods. Xavier Woods defeats Finn Balor in the finals of the King of the Ring tournament in 9 minutes and 40 seconds. I'm happy for Woods. Mm -hmm. He deserves it. Oh yeah, he does deserve it. He is uh, absolutely—he's an absolutely fantastic in-ring competitor. Woods is great. I love Xavier Woods. My My only problem with this is my only problem with this is on SmackDown. What the What the hell is Xavier Woods going to do
3: Uh, in terms of? A push? Nothing.
1: It's going to be... Yeah, God. It's going to be non-existent. He's not going to do anything with this. He's going to run around with a crown, and that's going to be it. He's going to run around with a fucking crown for the next year. Um, Yay. But who knows, man? Next year at Crown Jewel, they might want to... They might not even do a King of the Ring since they do the King of the Ring not. whenever they feel like it. They might want to do it's the Best running. in the World Cup again.
3: Oh no. Or the, or the Tag the fucking, Cup. Um, oh no, god. Or the fifty uh, man Royal the Rumble. The Greatest
1: Royal Rumble. No. Good lord. Man.
3: Yeah. Um like this win on paper should be like massive for Kofi. Not Kofi, uh Xavier Woods. This should be one of the main points in the storyline to a new day triple threat but we're not going to get a new day triple threat so what does this lead to i'm happy he won he, he was the one i wanted to win but either way it's like what's really who's setting off the fucking car alarm right now but um it's it's like nothing's gonna happen bro but thing is although with finn winning something would happen the most finn finn would have done after winning this was winning the fucking u.s title So, either way, you really, no one really, truly wins in the end with this company. Yeah, exactly. I'm just glad Xavier Woods got a big singles accolade in his belt.
1: That's true. That is true, man. But what is Woods going to do on Friday Night Smackdown? He's going to run around with the crown. One of the Mm -hmm. main things, I mean, Finn... Finn could have used it in terms of uh, the demon was just flopping around like a fucking fish. (laughs) But like Serté said, the most Finn is going to do is... They're not going to... They've gave up on Finn. I don't really think they want him to be the WWE champion uh, at this point. So the most Finn is going to do is challenge Damian Priest. For the u.s title uh mr white hot damian priest that was uh not even supposed to be in bad bunny's corner um and, and but... then we're probably
3: gonna have to see a fucking Finn in u.s styled trunks oh man that's gonna be bad i hope he doesn't win that fucking thing i'll see his logo with the u.s flag under it you know oh, i gonna hate that shit. <laughs> I hate when they give Finn the look anything other than just black or gray. The occasional dark red is um, the most I'm okay with.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Yeah, man, but yeah, I mean, what was either one of them going to do with this, man? Like like Sir K said, he ordered it perfectly, bro. Nobody wins in the end here. Um,
3: Literally. It's a lose lose, even if you win.
1: Big E. Big E-Tor. Big, Big e Defeats Drew McIntyre in 13 minutes and 25 seconds, man. Um, yeah, this match was very good, uh, although predictable. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a great near fall where Drew McIntyre hit a Claymore out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Oh, God,
3: Remember when um, they said that every two fucking seconds? Bro, I it was where. like...
1: The RKO might as well have been named the RKO out of nowhere.
3: They might as well, bro. Because that's what they said every time you it. bro. <laughs> bro, I swear. Dude, so, for some reason, people like to choose Friday at 4 to 6 to do bro, all shit. I swear I to God. S- I swear to God,
1: dude.
3: I swear to God. I swear to God. People are mowing. People are weed whacking. And I'm like, bro, you could have done this two hours ago. You could have done this yesterday at this time. Why today? Bro, it's Friday. It's always Chill. on
1: a Friday. It's always, always when we're doing the podcast, bro. Always. Ever
3: since we started doing this before SmackDown, Friday's been popping off with shit. I'm telling bro, you, bro. I've
1: never been so busy on a Friday morning.
3: <laughs> I'm telling you, bro. Shit ain't right. <laughs> bro, oh, man.
1: I don't understand it. I really don't. I really um, sure make
3: yeah. no sense.
1: Great match. Predictable match. It ended with yeah. a tilt to whirl kind of. He was like. Twirling him around, and then he caught him on his shoulder. It was cool as fuck. Oh,
2: yeah. Big ending.
1: Big E wins here. Drew McIntyre gives him the old thumbs up as he goes to SmackDown. And, yeah, great match. For, for something that was so predictable, great it was match. good
3: match. Great exactly, because predictable um, can't be good, Vince. Can't be good. Exactly.
1: Um, <laughs> Becky Lynch... Defeats Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks in 19 minutes and 25 seconds. Another one. Great match. uh, Great match. And it ended. uh, Oh, by the way, with that Xavier Woods thing, it ended very anticlimactic too.
3: Yeah, they're not Not good at endings, man.
1: It was so slow. He just slowly got up on the (laughs) apron, walked the fucking top rope, hit his elbow drop, and that was it. But, um... Talk about uh, the opposite, something that had a very fast-paced ending, was uh, this match where Becky Lynch rolled up Sasha Banks and, um, yeah, she keeps the belt. Fireworks were going off and, yeah. yeah. So, Saudi Arabia um, Saudi Arabia, um, got to see uh, fireworks in the Shh. middle of the fucking show for no reason. For some be- reason, dude. Mm-hmm. Just because Becky Lynch retained the belt. And they were all out there in their pajamas and everything.
3: And they're fucking. Bro. When I saw that they were testing those amount of fireworks. I thought in my mind Brock's winning winning 100%. I was like. Oh these are the winning title fireworks. Gladly. They needlessly put fireworks somewhere. Because that shit scared the hell out of me. When I saw they were texting, testing those. Because they always do fireworks for these type of shows. But like the amount they were testing. I was like bro. Brock's winning. I was so scared.
1: Hmm. Yeah, man. But Becky Lynch wins here, and yeah, she celebrates. Um, she celebrates in her pajamas uh, with like a hundred k worth of fireworks going off. For no reason. And in the main event, Roman Reigns defeats Brock Lesnar in twelve minutes and twenty seconds. Good match. Good match, man. (laughs) Good match. Was not better than their first match. I will, all oh, I will stand by that forever. The first match was the really. best match, but good match, good match. I gotta, I gotta give it to these guys. It was a great match. Um, and at the end, these two were laying, um, laying on each side of the ring. Paul Heyman throws in the universal title and says, "You know what to do with it." Nobody knew who he was talking about, and. The Usos, uh, Brock and Roman, play tug-of-war for the fucking title like it's a toy. and um, a toy. Uh, yeah, it is. Uh, and um, Brock rips it from Roman, turns around, gets super kicked by the Usos. Um, now, the Usos have uh, had an actual spot on the card that doesn't include mm-hmm. getting buried by Bill Goldberg. Um,
2: Exactly.
1: The Uso super kick. Brock turns around. um, Roman hits him with the belt, and that was literally it. He hit him with the belt and pinned him. Oh, yeah, and then they did that stupid F5 spot where the ref is standing right there.
3: Oh, I hate that shit.
1: and And Brock swings him around. And Roman's feet just fucking clonk the ref in the head. Like, why are you standing? Bro, like,
3: you I'm right there?
1: You, you know you're not
3: supposed to stand there. Oh my
1: god. He's just standing right there, shit. just doing nothing, just looking at him. I
3: hate like, just refs.
1: awkwardly standing so close to Brock Lesnar for no reason. For no like, bro, what are you reason. doing? Just um... sniffing
3: his ass, bro. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: but um, he, he he hits him with the belt, and that was it. Heyman, I've never seen Paul Heyman run so fast. He grabs the belt and <laughs> runs up the fucking aisle. And I, I like how they did it. They add some intrigue uh, with mm-hmm. Heyman. I mean, we still don't know who he was talking about when he said, you know what to do with it.
3: So he could have been talking about Brock Lowey. You never know.
1: And where does this end? (laughs) WrestleMania. We're getting another Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns main event at WrestleMania. I wouldn't doubt it if Brock won the Royal Rumble.
3: Oh, I could fucking see that. I could see it. Yep. Brock's one of the biggest ones to win that shit. If it's not Roman, it's Brock.
1: Yep. Um... Yeah, man. I mean, I, I could, I could totally see that. I could totally see that, man. Um, but yeah, this was Crown Jewel, man, and it was, it was okay. It was an okay mm-hmm. show, man. It was, uh, it was very good. Should. It was, it was very good for a WWE show. This is what their show should be, uh, and there okay. is no excuses because they have an amazing roster. Um, exactly. This is what their show should be. This is definitely the best Saudi show they've ever done. Oh and, yeah. Um, yeah, man. Great great action here tonight, man. It was, it, was a, it was a great show. It was a great show. WWE's best pay-per-view of the year so far. I, I, I gotta give them that.
3: 100%.
1: I gotta give them that, man. Gotta give them that. Um, So, yeah, man. Um, That was Crown Jewel, man. That was Crown Jewel. And now, for the news. For the news, Let's get man. To it. Okay. We're gonna start off with uh, some news that We actually, um, uh, some news that we actually should have, uh, covered last week, but it kind of dropped as we were live, so Mm -hmm. what do you know? Can't really do Um, that, yeah. Roman Reigns. This man, I mean, you see it in the thumbnail, being the typical salty WWE employee Literally. The typical salty WWE employee, man. This man, I got one, two, three, four, four, five, five quotes from Roman Reigns. And I believe they're all from one interview. Here's the first one. And I quote, I think because AEW are the new kids on the block, they're the cool kids in town. I guess because of how premature and how novel it kind of still is, I think they're still being babied by these hardcore wrestling fans, which is fine. Well, I don't know why we favor AEW. It's because they give us what we want. They don't give us Bill Goldberg, and they don't bring back Brock Lesnar, and this and that. I mean, they have their old people, but their old Mm -hmm. people can still put on good matches, they may be exactly. uninteresting, but they put on good matches.
3: Literally. Like, and they do not. Nobody babies AW, bruh. Of course, the AW marks baby right. AW, but the same thing can easily. Even worse, to be said with WWE. People, man, the second, like, literally, when it was revealed that fucking SmackDown got, like, 200,000 more viewers... Than AEW, people were acting like the company's about to shut down. People were celebrating. People were fucking shitting on, like acting, literally acting like they're about to shut down. <laughs> so they nobody babies AEW, especially not the hardcores.
1: Exactly, the and that's why, and, that, and that's busy. why, that's why I use the word why we favor AEW.
3: Exactly, we favor AEW. When
1: AEW does something stupid, oh, you'll, you'll know about it. will know you'll know about it even from aew's fans i mean oh
3: yeah people just hear everybody talk about all out
1: last year i know man the second people here oh my god crown jewel was a good show i'm seeing people oh. say oh man this is better than any aew show ever what
3: like bro what?
1: i seen people putting it this above is... all out 2021 are you fucking bro, you stupid the... <laughs> are you oh, delusional yeah, stupid it was a great show It was a great show. Can't take that away from Crown Jewel. You can't. We just sat here and told you that, okay? Exactly. We we give WWE a hard time uh, for a good reason, but we give, listen, if it's a good show, if it's a good good show, it's a good show, man. It's a good show. It is. Mm -hmm. It was not better than all Out. I'll tell you that right now. No. I'll tell you that right now. All, better, out changed the, all out, change the game, bro. Change the business
3: exactly. Change the, the fucking here. business. You, yeah, man. What, what big memorable moment was that Crown Jewel? Even though it was a great pay per view, what are we gonna remember from years to come?
1: That it was just a good show. Nothing <laughs> exactly.
3: No, it was just a good show. It was just a really good show, but that's all it is. But with AEW all out forever, I remember. Everything on that fucking show.
1: And then another thing with this, I don't Mm -hmm. know what the fuck Roman's so mad about. People like him. I like him.
3: I don't know what the fuck he's so mad about. Literally, what what do we all say?
1: WWE only has Roman Reigns. We were just saying, man, if Brock Lesnar beats Roman Reigns, this company's fucking doomed.
3: I don't know what the hell he's so mad about. Everybody loves him.
1: Yeah, nobody oh. fucking babies AEW. They lose a couple. They they, they, they fall 200,000 viewers to SmackDown head-to-head. Well, they beat them in the demo, but uh, in terms of viewership-wise, they were down mm-hmm. 200,000. And people act like the company's gonna go out of fucking business. Um, people give AEW shit for bringing in great talent. Like, yeah. what? On what, fu- what Why does it concern you how much Tony Khan makes? Why does that fuel how you feel oh, about AEW? Well, I can't like AEW because they're gonna go broke. Why do you give a fuck about that? Why do you care about if they're gonna go broke or not? What? what Literally. What? Oh god, man, they brought in Punk. Oh, they're gonna go out of business. Jeez, I can't watch that company. Why? Why do you give a fuck what what is in Tony Khan's bank account? literally just watch the fucking show they're bringing in great talent how do you not love that
3: when people get so much money in wwe they love that shit oh why don't you go to wwe you make so much money that's all you really need in life but when aw does it they're gonna go broke like oh man I i don't get that shit they make no fucking sense with that shit
1: I, I can't fucking stand people, man. Second quote. That was only the first quote. Yeah. The, this shit. The next quote, and I quote, I don't see the real competition with AEW because I think their fan base is legitimately a hardcore fan base. So there's like a ceiling and a built-in ground to that viewership. WWE is trying to connect with everyone. <laughs>
3: Bro, you're really not horrible, bro.
1: Really? They're trying to connect with everybody. What are really? they trying to connect with? Fucking idiots? Who, yes. bro? And Don Callis said this perfectly. I, I retweeted his tweet. He quote oh, tweeted yeah. this and said, What is a built in ground viewership?
3: Exactly. What does Explain that mean? Explain that. Explain what the f- that, Roman.
1: <laughs> like, what the fuck does that mean? And then, there's a ceiling, to uh, yeah, ceiling that fucking uh, we blow off of the stadiums every time you fucking get AEW fans in there. We blow the we blow the fucking roof off the place. What do you mean Bro- there's a ceiling?
3: Roman is at his ceiling, basically at this fucking point. This exactly. is the biggest he's going to get, ever. This is the biggest Roman's ever going to get. This is his ceiling. Because like, once and,
1: this heel runs done, baby well,
3: it's Yep, yeah, it's back to the old grind. You know, And bro, of course Pro Wrestling has a ceiling. It's it's a fucking corner of fucking pop culture. We're our own little corner of a community. Of course we have a ceiling. Roman, that company, has a ceiling. I sort of got. I don't know what they're feeding that, that fucking that roster, but they think they're Marvel, bro. They really do think they're Marvel. That WWE image.
1: is trying to compete so hard with Marvel more than AEW. Disney. But then I like hear, the? but then I hear stories of Vince McMahon acting immature backstage because AEW beats them in the demo. Well, Vince, I thought, uh I thought so you, I you were trying to compete all, with Marvel. Right? I thought you don't give a shit what AEW is doing. <laughs>
3: Bro, get the fuck out of here. They'll never Mass. even touch those two companies. No wrestling company ever will. Cause it's just it's like it's just a corner of pop culture, bro. It's like
1: it's a different like different side of it. Like exactly. how can you compare the two? Pro Literally. wrestling to Marvel. What?
3: <laughs> like, of course it has a ceiling. Everything has a ceiling, but AEW ceiling is way higher than yours, buddy. It's just how it is.
1: Good God. Um. Yeah, eh, WWE is not trying to fucking connect with everybody. I mean, it's AEW, totally man. Enough. Um. As a matter of fact, Roman, you're saying all this stuff. Why don't you ask one of your best friends why he went over there and didn't stay in <laughs> WWE since they're trying exactly. to connect with everybody? Why don't you hit up... John fucking Moxley, your buddy. Yeah. Why don't you ask it's him? Hey, uh, um, yeah, you know what? Try to explain to him what a built in ground viewership <laughs> is. Try to what explain to John that? Moxley what, oh, God. Uh, tell him that you're not competition. Go ahead. Um, uh, third one. We're trying to connect with the mainstream, we're trying to pull in the casual fan, we're trying to engage the new viewer, while also servicing our hardcore fan base. Okay. You, oh. not, uh, you, not anybody else, no. fuck?
3: Literally fuck, like,
1: and give dude. them compelling stories to fulfill them as well. Oh, compelling You're the only stories. one telling compelling fucking te- uh, television. Literally Here, it. that's it. So Roman Reigns is talking all this shit about AEW saying they only pull up to the hardcore fan. So does Roman Reigns' character. Exactly. Roman Reigns' character is for the hardcore fan. That's why he wanted to turn heel, because he, he feels it. Fans and ho- like him. exactly, exactly. <laughs> so I don't know why. I don't know why. And he knows that was the only way he could ever have a chance at getting over. Is if the hardcore fans like him. So, why are you shitting on hardcore fans here? And you're trying to engage the new viewer? I can't tell you how many people told me after CM Punk came back to wrestling, they started watching AEW again because CM Punk came back. They are Mm -hmm. engaging the lapsed wrestling fan. WWE well, is not.
3: bringing in new viewers. Literally, I like to bring this point up a lot, but it's true. I see all the time clips of like rap accounts and shit posting. People like Orange Cassidy posting clips of AEW, CM Punk. and they don't the only people they post from WWE is Rey Mysterio. That is literally it, and occasionally the Shield. That's it. That's all the love we talk about. Other than that. I see Orange Cassidy. I see all these other guys. You don't see fucking... You don't even see this new version of a woman outside of anything fucking wrestling. Oh. Come on, bro. I mean, Come this... Is this cap.
1: This man is trying so hard to... to shit on the... the the hardcore wrestling fans, but Roman Reigns, why did you turn heel, bro? Because you wanted exactly. the hardcore Girl, wrestling got. fans to like you. Because... one outside
3: the hardcores knows who you are.
1: Because if you didn't care about the hardcore viewer, you would have stayed babyface. So the fact that you turned heel Mm -hmm. tells me that you you give a shit about what the hardcore fans think. So don't even give me that bullshit. Here's one of my favorite (laughs) ones. CM Punk. He's talking about CM Punk. And I quote, that's not going to elevate me at all. Okay. We can all uh, have a laugh break right now. Okay. Get the fuck You're telling here. me you think promos against Edge would elevate you, mm. but promos against CM Punk won't?
3: My big thing is if CM Punk went back to WWE, that's, he would that's what I was suck, gonna suck say Punk's dick, bro. That's what I 100%. was going to say. 100%. Yep. Get the fuck out of here.
1: <sighs> He's older now. I haven't seen a full match. I've seen a clip or two, and to me... A step or two has been lost. No. One thing I was going to say, Sir K just said it. If, this is what I hate. If Punk was in WWE. Oh, they. They would. Oh, my God, he's back. The legend. Da 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 da. The pipe bomber. They would come up with some Me. fucking oh stupid names to call him.
3: The pipe bomb Bro, thrower or some shit.
1: Dude. Dude, they, this they... is this is the kind of shit I I I absolutely oh, despise about about WWE, bro. So they two-faced. are such fucking hypocrites. It's the fact that he's in AEW
3: that they now like
1: they wanna. Shit, oh man. well, he didn't mean anything to us anyway. But if Punk was knocking on their door saying, "Please let me come back," and they let him come back, they will be... Oh, be
3: praising him. Oh
1: my god. The best in the world then versus the best in the world now. Fucking.
3: Exactly. Oh, God. Come on, bro. And
1: then he says. Mm -hmm. Then he also got his ass whooped in the UFC. I don't think anybody believes someone 200 pounds soaking wet with no explosive bone in their body could ever do anything to me.
0: Oh, uh, but we
1: ex- we expect you to but <clears throat> but you expect us to believe that a 47-year-old edge against you is compelling television. Okay?
3: Conor McGregor has said multiple times that he respects the fuck out of CM Punk cuz he had the balls to step in the UFC, bro. He doesn't yep. say the same shit about Roman.
1: Exactly. Exactly, Dude, man.
3: No matter how many muscles Roman's got, if he steps in anything outside of WWE, he's getting laid out, bro. It's just how bro. it is. <clears throat> he's getting laid the fuck out. If he went up to didn't Tyson this Fury, guy have shit... uh,
1: didn't the, <laughs> didn't this guy have a mini feud with Rey Mysterio not too long ago? Yeah. Wasn't he beating up Dominic? But that's compelling. That's 200 compelling. pounds soaking wet. Okay. Soaking okay, wet. Roman. Well, right, what about your cousin?
3: Yeah. What are your cousins? I'm when you were facing him?
1: I mean, this shit doesn't make any sense, bro. That shit. I,
3: I hate that shit.
1: <clears throat> Junior Dos Santos. This is the last thing. Uh, Junior Dos Santos boy. tweets at Roman Reigns and says, Hey, Roman Reigns, I heard your interview. Please send me the address of this club. You will throw me and my little brothers out of. Hashtag AEW. <laughs> I love, oh, I, I respect the hell out of Junior Dos Santos already. My man's the legend. Yeah,
3: I really like the guy. And exactly. then,
1: and you know what? They were talking on Ethan Page's vlog. Mm-hmm. And Ethan Page was just talking about like uh, how excited Dos Santos was to wrestle. And, and yeah, I, respect really cool. I respect the guy. I respect the guy. He seems like a cool guy. Sticking up he for seems AW like here. Fan. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, And then Chris Jericho tweeted Can <laughs> Ruby meet Roman in this club?
3: <laughs> Literally. Because she got the same viewership as Roman and Brock did. So come on, man.
1: Yeah, and uh, with that, when they beat WWE in the demo, oh, yeah. it was further noted. That Vince McMahon has acted immature about the, w- about the AEW numbers in, oh snap, sorry, read right a little too far ahead, okay. The Wrestling Observer described okay. a very interesting situation in the latest edition. It was noted that Vince McMahon didn't let anyone see him get upset about the SmackDown versus Rampage ratings last week. That has not been the case in recent memory. It was further noted that Vince McMahon has acted immature about the AEW viewership numbers in the past. This time around, Vince McMahon did not have the same uh, reaction. Vince McMahon was in Sacramento. It was described as that he didn't get mad in front of anyone, and it was noted that there have been times and situations where, came across ver- where he has came across very immature when ratings come out not favorable in recent weeks, and it has been said... That he was anything but that. So he wasn't upset this time, but multiple times Vince McMahon has got upset about SmackDown um, losing in the demos to, uh, or AEW, WWE losing in the demos to WWE. So I'm sure he did get upset. I mean, it it was noted in here that he didn't get mad in front of anybody. So I'm sure he he was just like internal
3: frustration.
1: Yeah, I'm sure he got. I'm sure he got mad on his own. He's probably uh, crying on Bruce's those shoulder. Private
3: interviews. Yeah, so after all saying...
1: that, mm-hmm. after all that, I now I got a question for Booker T. Because oh, I Booker. see this report. I oh, no. Booker T says, Tony Khan sounds like a little schoolgirl oh. during AEW rant. So, Booker, what does Roman Reigns sound like?
3: During his AEW rant. Does he sounded like a little schoolgirl. And Booker T also said he should focus on booking a good show. You should really tell that to Vince. Because Tony Khan yes. does. He does do that. A way better this show guy's problem, than we're doing. Oh my Booker god. That man had one good take and that was it. All his other takes are just the dumbest shit ever.
1: Bro, I swear to Literally, God. Literally.
3: Deep dumbest I swear shit. To god, ever.
1: man. As we move on to the news here, No... Speaking of AEW, before uh, this is just a little side piece of news, we already talked about it, but just to start it off, well, after this Roman story. Roman, bro, people like you. Let's keep it that way.
3: Let's keep it that way. Don't do this shit. Don't make us not like you again.
1: Chris Jericho Mm -hmm. revealed on Inside the Ropes that earlier this summer. AEW was planning on bringing in Chris Hero for the Labor's of Jericho.
3: They wouldn't have been boars. Why did they pass Why up on movie,
1: dude? And pass up on Chris <laughs> fucking Hero? Why? He
3: Why over Chris Hero,
1: bro? Fucking. Groovy dude, <laughs> over Chris Hero, bro. Now the thing is, the thing I the thing I said, um, I said this to you a couple days ago. Mm-hmm. He doesn't really have any history with Jericho, not that I know of, at yeah. least. And it's nice to know that they have him on their radar, That's because nice to see. there is a guy. In AEW, that has a long history with Chris Hero. Mm-hmm. Probably and His name now. is CM Punk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Daniel Bryan too.
3: Yeah, to say yeah. Probably Daniel bro. Bryan too.
1: Man, please. Let, man, all man. I'm gonna say, man, is let let's see it. Let's go ahead and uh, let go it. ahead and, and and make that happen, bro. Let's do it. I want to
3: see even just a couple of visits. I want to see Chris Hero in AEW. Please give it to me,
1: dude. I just want to hear that fucking song. song Either
3: get no, get the fuck out of here, fucking boom. All about the boom. All about the board.
2: God.
1: Um. Yeah, man. I want to see him. I want to see him in AEW, bro. I want to see him in AEW. Um. This is just uh interesting story, kind of looking back at it, nothing really to say on it, but Brian Cage made his AEW debut at the 2020 Double or Nothing event winning the Casino Ladder match to get a shot at the AEW world title however, what few may know is that Brian Cage was set to debut at 2019 Double or Nothing AEW's (laughs) first ever show and participate in the Casino Battle Royale The reason this did not take place is that at the time of Double or Nothing 2019, uh, Brian Cage was the Impact world champion, and Impact didn't want the world champion to lose. Therefore, Impact Wrestling threatened to sue AEW over Brian Cage losing.
3: Wow. look, man? Don Callis. God damn.
1: Um... Yeah, crazy, crazy to think about, man. We could have seen Brian Cage, uh, we could have seen Brian Cage, um, a year earlier, no. but I also mm-hmm. heard, too, that they were originally going to debut him in the main event, oh, and shit. John Moxley became available, but they didn't know uh... he was going to become available. But, um, yeah, man, it's crazy looking back at stuff like that and thinking, like, man, I could have been. We yeah we could have
3: gotten um, Brian Cade sooner and probably and at that point he probably actually would have done something in this company.
1: Oh wow. He said once Impact found out I was losing they pulled me from the pay per view. He said I was not arguing with them. Or he said I was so hot and arguing with them. So were Kenny and Jericho. Were oh, arguing shit. with Don.
3: Oh wow. That's weird. Damn. See how it ended up happening.
1: Yeah, that's crazy, bro. That's crazy. Shit. Yeah, man, but it's 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 crazy to think about things like that, like how things were originally gonna turn out. Exactly. Then,
3: it's crazy. Man,
1: crazy, bro. WWE have announced a title exchange between Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair for tonight's mm-hmm. SmackDown
3: fucking hey good thing I don't watch fucking smackdown even if, if I you wanted were just going to gonna
1: do that why did you have becky come in mm-hmm. and win back the title that she had to relinquish now she's just going to get it handed back to her and there's going to be no story what the fuck is this man what is Bro, this, this shit
3: shit's so bad this you know how so diminishing
1: bad. that looks to the titles when they did it with the street profits and the usos Oh, you worked for this championship, and now you're just handing it over. Just, yeah, Shh. all right, you can have I'm it right now.
3: here. Let's trade, like, bro. And then, what I always hate because it's gonna happen next time she's on fucking SmackDown, she's gonna go or wait, what brand is she going to? Oh, yeah, she's uh, going to
1: Raw. Charlotte's, yeah, Becky's going to Raw.
3: So, next time she's back on SmackDown, she's gonna say, Well, I never lost that title. Blah, blah, blah. I deserve a title shot. You know how it's going to be, bro. Even though, by all technical means, she did lose it because it's the same title run. Just swap titles. But, you know, they're going to say, I never lose a title. I'm just going to roll my eyes when that shit happens. I hate
1: that shit. (sighs) Bro. Literally the most uncreative way possible to do, to do something Ever. like this. And they did We're it. They're just going to
3: hand each other the titles.
1: And they fucking did it. <sighs> Unbelievable. You work so hard for a championship and then they just tell you, oh yeah, alright. You guys are on different oh. brands now. Swap the belts. un like, believable
3: These aren't fucking video make things games make you're sense that you really swapping.
1: Make things make sense in the matches. If Literally. you wanted to do some shit like this, have Should've Sasha Banks mm-hmm. have Sasha Banks versus Becky Lynch at Crown Jewel and have uh, Charlotte Whitten. Flair versus Bianca Belair. Exactly. Bianca's really going to Raw. Something. Have Bianca win the belt. Sasha's staying on SmackDown. Have Sasha win the belt. Charlotte and Becky then go on the separate shows. But instead... <laughs> We have a women's title
3: exchange. Trading card. <laughs> Shipping Unfucking right. fucking man.
1: Unbelievable.
3: Shit's not right.
1: Speaking of Charlotte, Andrade oh. El Idolo. Andrade has confirmed during an interview with... M- Millennial? I don't know. Must be some Mexican radio show. That Probably. he has signed a three-year deal with AEW... Uh, and he joined the company back in June. Um, so, 2024. Uh, June of 2024 is when Andrade Alitalo's contract comes up with AEW. And, uh...
3: Damn, they didn't even give him a test deal. That's how big he is.
1: Oh, I wouldn't have either. I'd have signed them Oh no, for instantly. Oh,
3: yeah. But they do test deals for big people, too. So, right. good on him that he was able to instantly secure a long-term deal. That's oh, big yeah. in that company.
1: And And... Like I said, man, if this is what TK thinks about Andrade, what's he oh, going to think about a guy like Johnny Gargano? This like
3: champa. Come yep. on, guys. We're seeing it.
1: Yep. We're fucking Eventually.
3: seeing it. Eventually. Eventually,
1: champa. With Gargano, I don't know, it's man. He might be gearing up for he might he might if his contract's up in a month and a half, I think the last thing he will probably do is put over Carmelo Hayes for the North American mm-hmm. title.
3: Most definitely, probably.
1: Now I can also see him staying too. I'm not ruling out the possibility. I wouldn't of be him surprised. Possibly. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, but yeah, man, should be interesting, bro. If I was too, it's not the same. Not the it's same really at all. Bad. Um. Yeah, man. So Andrade signed to AEW until 2024, man. And it's a, it's a good thing, man. It's a good thing.
3: Most definitely.
1: Um, Speaking of people signing to AEW, Daniel Garcia. <laughs> AEW have announced that Daniel Garcia is all elite. Let me pull up Tony Khan's Twitter and see if he had anything Daniel to say Garcia. about Daniel <laughs>
3: Garcia? Hell yeah, bro.
1: Okay, he says Tony Khan took to Twitter and said, "This year at, well, at Daniel Garcia came into AEW with a great reputation built through his hard work on the indies, and he's continued to work hard here in AEW. He's shown no fear, never backing down from anyone, and even the best in the world. Thank you and welcome to the team, Daniel Garcia. Uh, Daniel Garcia." took to Twitter to say, I told myself that I didn't want to sign somewhere where I just were, I didn't want to sign somewhere just to say I got a contract. I wanted to go somewhere that would help me become the best wrestler in the world. I know that AEW is where I can become that and I plan on being a major player in this company for a very long time. Congratulations to Daniel Garcia. He has a great story. Tony Khan ended up revealing uh, on Rampage, uh, mm-hmm. the post-Rampage interview, the one that Punk debuted on, the post-media scrum afterwards. That <laughs> yeah, Daniel yeah. Garcia, a couple years before he started pro wrestling, was involved in a car crash and broke both of his legs. And to see where he is now is awesome. Daniel Garcia is awesome. His uh, partnership with 2.0 is fantastic. Um, oh,
3: hell yeah, I love it.
1: And I'm so pumped to see what uh, the future holds for Daniel Garcia. He is only 23 years old, I want to say. So he is around oh, the oh, age yeah. of uh, an MJF and a lot of these younger guys in AEW, man. But, bro, Daniel Garcia is officially all elite and well, well, well deserved, well deserved. man. Well deserved. Uh, yeah, props it. to Daniel yeah. Garcia. I cannot wait to see what the future holds for him.
3: Oh, most definitely, bro. It's going to be some good shit. Most definitely. Once they introduce him, I could easily see him in 2.0 winning those trios titles. Mm. That would be good. I'd love to see that. That would
1: be a good one. Yeah. That would be a great trios titles.
3: Most definitely. Um,
1: let's see. Mmm. next uh buddy buddy matthews buddy murphy whatever you want to call him (laughs) new japan pro wrestling have announced that buddy matthews formerly known as buddy murphy will be making his new japan pro wrestling strong debut on november 13th the day of full gear at battle in the valley in San Jose, California, the show will be available on Fight TV. Well, sorry, Murphy, but I will not be watching New Japan no, Strong on November. That 13th. is
3: here. I, I will be watching. Much, much full gear.
1: Exactly, exactly, bro. Um, ah. Yeah, man. So AEW or AEW, Jesus. Well, I mean, it looks like AEW actually has passed up on Buddy Murphy, and I'm assuming. Yeah. That's because there are some other names that, that they're uh, yeah, that need to uh, be
3: be signed,
1: evaluated quickly. Um, but yeah, man, Buddy Murphy, uh, going a um, why do I keep saying going to AEW? Going to New Japan. He's going to New Japan, and man, he's he's this guy's going to become even better over there oh, bro. now. Dude's however, kill over there. however, um. He, what is it, there's only a few people I can really see him facing in New Japan. I mean, there's only a few, you know, money matches. I'm sure there's a lot of people he can face, but a couple money matches that come to mind. Obviously, Switchblade, Ibushi, Osprey. Well, um
3: I would have said Ibushi, but apparently he was injured in a G1
1: Oh yeah, I did hear about that. Yeah, so
3: that, that sucks.
1: Well, maybe when he comes back, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, Osprey. Uh, mm, yeah, I don't know. I'm i I'm, I'm sure he'll do great. I'm sure he'll do great. But yeah, best of luck to him, man. That's that's good news, man. Great news. Most
3: definitely, bro. Hell yeah. Good love to see it, bro. And it's gonna be really good to see all those mix-ups. Maybe, maybe. You could join the bullet club, bro.
1: Maybe, bro. That, w- w- cool. that that would be great. That would be great. I never thought about that. Most um, definitely. WWE, man. WWE. WWE have reportedly slashed ticket prices by half.
3: Well
1: for their day de- for their debut at the UBS Arena in Long Island, New York. On November wow. 29th, this was reported that this was reported by Russell on Twitter. The report stated that WWE sold a little over 3,000 tickets for <laughs> Raw. Since then, the <clears> price, uh, the remaining tickets have been dropped from over $30 to 15 50. on November 20th. The UBS Arena will be the home of the NHL's New York Islanders. WWE Raw debuting on the 29th will make it the first wrestling show in the state-of-the-art facility. AEW will be it will debut in the same arena on December 9th. The venue will also witness Rampage tapings on the same day. Tony Khan's promotion reportedly sold 7 Thousand six hundred and thirty nine tickets so far. It is quite. It is, and is quite close to selling out the arena, which might have promoted WWE to slash the ticket prices. Vince, wow. I thought you weren't worked up, man. I thought you weren't yeah, worked up weren't... anymore about about AEW. Didn't we just read a report that he wasn't upset anymore? But he has been, talking. bro. This fucking... This old fuck, man.
3: Literally, bro. And you know how sad it is that people aren't even buying $30 tickets to Raw? That's that's sad sad. for them. Because $30 ain't shit. (laughs) And people aren't even willing to pay $30 for Raw. I don't blame them. People probably aren't even willing to pay $15 for Raw. That's sad.
1: Unbelievable, man. Unbelievable. (laughs) They sold... 3000 tickets 3000 Monday night raw and AEW sold
3: 4000 more than that
1: Listen man I thought they weren't competition man I thought they weren't competition I thought uh, I thought you were competing with Marvel here so why are you dropping oh, ticket yeah. prices Now like Come on bro See I was going to say I thought that sounded familiar the Long Island show. I remember hearing that they sold... Mm-hmm. AEW sold WWE out in New York uh, a couple yep. of weeks ago.
3: And it was it, this. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. Goddamn, man. AEW outselling WWE, man. By a it. lot. By a lot, too. Yeah, man. I hell mean... Yeah. Who the hell... Who the hell is going to Raw when dynamite is a week later
3: exactly get the fuck out of here ain't no way no nope. i'm gonna go to rocks it was just raw not hell a mo. chance How the mo, fuck am mo, i going to see Dewdrop. drop get the fuck exactly. out of here
1: exactly man but they're cutting ticket prices they're trying to sell out this event man and come on vince what the hell happened i thought they weren't competition what happened vince
3: they're not competition, but they gotta slash them ticket prices, bro. That's sad.
1: Unbelievable, unbelievable! You can't outsell people that aren't even competition to you. How sad is that?
3: It's real sad, man. It's real sad.
1: But it's all because AEW is being babied by the hardcore fans. Well, oh, yeah, being babied. Don't uh, don't your casual fans go to the Monday night Raws?
3: Yeah. I'm sure it's you would like to really have really the hardcore
1: cares? fans on your side now.
3: Come on, perhaps. Come on.
1: Um yeah, man. Out they're outselling them by almost five thousand tickets. A little under five.
3: <laughs> Unbelievable. love to see it.
1: Unbelievable, man. Uh Carrying Cross, the murderer.
3: Murder, literally.
1: Russell Votes has taken to Twitter. Has taken its Twitter handle. Wait, what? Russell Votes has taken to its Twitter handle and updated fans about plans that WWE has regarding Carrying Cross and Scarlet. I don't know who the hell worded that, but Man,
3: it's so bad worded. Holy uh, shit!
1: According to a source, Car. Karr- Carrying Cross is set to receive a character change yet again. This time, WWE's plan is to make Cross more of a psycho, but calm and cool. And as far as the wrestling gear goes, the former NXT champion will still sport the helmet. The report also shares, as an update regarding Scarlett's presence, she will not be seen alongside Cross for reasons unknown. But Cross. But Cross will also see a change in his theme song and entrance oh, an entrance no. presentation.
3: Oh god. They're so no more me,
1: No more uh fallen prey. Uh nope. Scarlet no, is not there. with this man for whatever, for whatever reason. reason. I don't I don't no, understand this don't in the slightest. It. Um I, I really don't. I she, mm, I hope she doesn't debut on NXT by herself.
3: Oh, bro, I'm surprised they didn't put her atrocious. in that Mandy
1: Rose faction.
3: Oh, they would love her in that shit. Toxic Attraction.
1: Oh, fucking God. What a horrible name. <laughs> um, <Good>. Yeah, man. <sighs> By the way, Karrion mm-hmm. Cross, more of a psycho but calm and cool. Isn't that what they were kind of doing one? with him already?
3: Yeah, I was going to say, that's literally what what he is now and still now, man. That's literally what he does on Raw. That's
1: literally what he was doing before they took him off TV again. That is literally I, exactly what the man was doing before they took him off of TV. I don't understand like this fucking Like, I understand company.
3: if they were matching his look to how he acts, put him in a suit, make him look like a legit man. like he posts on fucking Instagram all the time is right. how he should look on TV. I don't get it. Man, this company makes no sense. They want to put that motherfucker... Yeah you know goddamn Mad Max helmet.
1: Yeah, it's like in those vignettes they were doing those really good cool. vignettes he was wearing suits. I mean, I don't understand what the I don't understand What's the what the what the fuck what the fuck fu- are you planning to do with this guy? I mean, it's the exact I don't same. I don't understand <clears throat> this shit whatsoever. And Scarlett not being with him is is, is criminal. It's those so two bad. just go hand in hand. Um
3: literally they were together on you know wrestling tv ever since they got together so it's like don't change what's not broken
1: as far as them changing up his entrance presentation that is something i'm i don't know why they didn't do that already um i don't know well as a matter of fact i don't know why they didn't just i don't know why they changed his entrance presentation to begin with i mean now you want to change it again this dude just standing there He walks down, he gets in the ring, and he puts his fucking arms up and screams and does his pose, and then that's it. I cannot wait to hear this dude's talk as Jericho whenever he goes back to Impact.
3: Because I
1: I want to know the reason they told him why Scarlett is not with with him anymore.
3: Oh, it's probably some weird-ass reason. It's probably some weird shit.
1: Unbelievable. Un-fucking-believable, these people. Um final two stories I think. Yeah, final two stories. Okay. MJF. Uh MJF, man. MJF teases jumping ship to WWE in 2024. Speaking on the latest episode of Barstool Wrestling podcast. Oh. The twenty four or twenty five year old talked about his current contract status with AEW revealing that it is set to expire in the beginning of twenty twenty four. He also made it that's crazy, bro. Tony Khan Damn. off the off the off the jump signed this man to a five year deal.
3: Shit. I don't blame. Him.
1: Talk about believing in somebody. Jesus. And truly. And at I'll the time he was twenty Twenty three? Yeah. At the time he was twenty-three. Maybe even twenty two, yeah. depending on when his birthday is. Yeah. Um Yeah, he's set Shit. to expire in the beginning of twenty twenty four. He also made it he also made a reference to WWE as one of his options he might consider following at the expiration of his contract. I might go over there, he says. I might go to Impact. I might go to Ring of Honor. I can go wherever I want because I'm the hottest commodity in professional wrestling and I'm a businessman. Bruce Pritchard, we go back we go way back to my major league wrestling days, MLW. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, he's a huge fan of mine. I've been in his business for a long time, since twenty fourteen. Riding the roads, it's up to Tony Khan to decide what happens there, and that's why I don't and that's why that's why I don't get into ratings talk. Dude, For, uh, MJF is such a, him, dude, he such a troll. He's such a troll. I love that he just...
3: Doesn't give a fuck.
1: Like, up and admitted, like, I, I might go over there. Like, just, he okay. says it like that, too. Like, it's fucking... Like, he doesn't even name drop him or anything, but... Cody... Cody revealed <laughs> oh, no. a while ago... I know, just saying his name fucking <laughs> makes That's everybody scary. laugh. Cody revealed or no 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 sorry not Cody Curse Jericho revealed okay. a while ago on a Talk is Jericho he said "Uh, I don't remember which Talk is Jericho it was but he said on the Talk is Jericho that MJF told him one time that he could never work in a company like WWE because exactly. of the scripted promos and stuff like that so I really don't think there's anything to worry about He's just playing oh, up no. on his character because he hasn't got any title matches. Um, exactly,
3: he's just dicking around.
1: Yeah, I mean, he said he said it though the one time on he said it live on fucking Dynamite live on Dynamite. He live said um.
3: Talk oh, about Bruce Pritchard. he got his number.
1: Yeah, he was. He he said um. He said if AEW, he said he said if AEW doesn't give me any more title matches, I have Bruce Pritchard on speed dial. <laughs> I was like, damn. Like, he um, just fucks
3: around with it. He's
1: trolling, bro. He's trolling. Uh, Interesting to, to note, though, I mean, it's just kind of funny he's, he mentioned that. Uh, And who knows, he, man? I mean, he could he could be being for real. I mean, we don't know that. But if, if I'm a betting man, I'm oh, going to yeah. go ahead and say that. I don't think we have anything to worry about. MJF is a cornerstone to um, AEW. Oh, yeah. He's AEW.
3: literally a pillar.
1: And they know that being that Tony exactly. Khan went out to sign a 23-year-old Uh, that has did nothing but the indies prior to AEW, and he signed the man to a five-year deal. Um, If that doesn't tell you that he believes in the man, I don't know what does, man, so.
3: Exactly, bruh. And he just uses WWE's name as, like, a kayfabe leverage. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Oh, if you don't give me this title shot, I'm going to go over there. Like, he just fucks around with it.
1: Yeah. Exactly, man. That's just who
3: exactly. Jeff is. That's just how he does serious things.
1: Yeah. And our final story literally just came in two hours ago. <laughs> and it is God. Hit Rose main roster plans. Man. Pit Row is now official members of the SmackDown roster. However, WWE has some odd slash different plans for the faction. According to PW Insider, WWE has plans to push Top Dalla as a singles, while Isaiah Swerve Scott, who poses the leader of the faction will now be hunting for the tag titles alongside Ashanti the Adonis. However, they will be working as a faction.
3: Dude. They, they grab the motherfucker that can't wrestle to save his goddamn life. The singles guy and, dude, they gotta be doing that on purpose. They gotta be. They know what they're fucking doing.
0: Bro, like, why? why?
1: Top Dollar being a fucking moron on social media
3: got him a singles run.
1: Got him a singles run, and Swerve <laughs> is fucking doomed if Top Dollar oh, is. And Ashanti Adonis isn't bad at all either. Oh, they no. picked the exactly. worst fucking one. Literally the worst, worst guy, one. the guy that wrestles in fucking uh. He wrestles in gym shorts and compression pants when a fucking tank top, like he's about to go ball somebody up. It fucking Literally. This dude is the one being positioned for a singles run. Is he the only one that can rap in the group? Yes. So... Who cares? In terms of that, he... Uh, even in terms of that, I wouldn't consider him the leader. I mean, he's just... God. He can just rap the best. I mean, I mean yeah, That's it's a it. rap group, but... I mean, Who is he cares? the best rapper in the group? Yes, but still not
3: better than fucking acclaimed.
1: No, no, this group will never be better than the fucking acclaimed. This group, everybody loves this fucking group, and it fucking sucks, man. It. You guys have never suck. listened to hip hop in your life or rap. If you think never,
3: literally, if you bump fucking top dollar, I'm scared for your life, bro. I am fucking scared you, for your goddamn life.
1: And. And I, I when I when I say he's when I say he's the best rapper, he raps great on dick. TV. Oh yeah. He raps but... awesome on TV. That first what? that first mm-hmm. promo, bro.
2: That good. shit was
1: fire. I love mm-hmm. that. But when this dude's rapping on Twitter, his like little oh. songs suck dick. It's bro. so ass. They do.
3: It's it sounds like fucking middle school, like, you know, those educational raps they always love to fucking show. That's what it fucking sounds like. Bro, hypotenuse and whatnot. Yeah, fucking. You know what the fuck I mean. We
1: have friends. We have a friend that we used to go to middle school with,
3: mm-hmm. that
1: makes Top Dollars raps look silly, bro.
3: Looks fucking silly. I'm not saying bro. our friend
1: is bad. He's actually really good, but exactly. But he makes for somebody that's been on Double XL magazine. This guy raps like a fucking idiot, man. He Dude does. Terrible. Literally. His Twitter raps suck. His freestyles on TV are great. Um, His acapellas are fucking awesome. I'll give him that. But you pick... Not the point. We're not talking about rapping here. The fucking point is... They pick the worst fucking wrestler out of the group for the singles run. Meanwhile, Swerve, who's one of the best guys that they have in the company entirely... There's this going is to be in a fucking tag team tag with team Ashanti Adonis, and he's going to lose to the fucking Usos. <sighs>
3: like, bruh, what? Makes <sighs> no... Dude, I guess this is what chilling gets you, bruh. I guess it works. I
1: guess. I
3: guess it fucking works. That ain't and do right. They,
1: do they not get what a muscle of the faction is? Exactly. It's Top Dollar is the muscle of the group. He's not the main guy.
3: No, it doesn't make sense.
1: (sighs) Unbelievable, bro. This shit sucks. This dude is going to be the leader of the fucking group. And Schilling got this moron. Oh, God. Fucking Schilling got this moron. The leader to a group that is not his group. This is not his group at all.
3: It's literally swirls And you
1: know, the reason they Mm. made him the leader is not because he's a good rapper. It's because he's big and he's shilled. This has nothing to do with him rapping.
3: This has nothing
1: to do with him rapping. Nothing. This has to do with him being a fucking shill. Yep.
3: He would have got it anyway.
1: Yep, exactly. This has to do with him being big and... Vince looking at Swerve as a cruiserweight and Adonis no. too. This has to do with him being big and him shilling. That's exactly it's what this has to do
3: with. That is this why has, he's the single guy.
1: Yep. Yep. And like Man. I said, guy's the best rapper out of the group, but this has nothing to do with him rapping. Not a no, single fucking nothing.
3: thing. Literally um, nothing. Motherfucker should be on the sidelines of anything.
1: And, you know, Swerve, somebody who's worth the indies, somebody who's an indie darling, Shane Strickland.
3: Oh, yeah. They're not like...
1: Swerve is probably so annoyed with this fucking guy
3: oh, because oh, he's yeah, shitting he's on shitting. guys
1: that like are him. probably great friends of Swerve, the Bucks. Exactly. You know what I mean? All these guys, you know, that are great, great friends to Swerve. He probably is so fucked. And then he's hearing this. And then he's hearing this, bro. And And knowing that this isn't his group anymore. Oh, Oh,
3: that's fucked. And the second this group breaks up, dude is straight to main event. Their percentage were straight to main event with Ricochet, Cedric, and Ali. They might as well make a main event roster of those guys.
1: Yep. Yep. I mean, how long till? and we're probably going to get a fucking cringy ass New Day versus uh, Hit Rofi, oh, where they're going to be fucking having a rap off.
3: And the same thing with Usos. Ugh. Dude, oh. I'm not excited for this shit. Why are they, they,
1: why picked are they called the worst. Up? They picked the worst guy, and it has nothing to do with the main point of the group, which is yeah, being really. a rap group. It has nothing to do with Top Dollar being the best rapper. It has to do with him, his fucking size, and his mouth. Because he's a fucking imagine, boon. Bro,
3: imagine Swerve and Nakamura. Imagine Swerve winning that IC title, bro. That would have been heat. Oh, man. They don't they don't get it, man. They don't now, fucking get it.
1: And it kind of goes hand in hand with the music. Like boobs. Mm-hmm. Rick boobs.
3: Yep. They're going to love Rick boobs. So they're that would have been dope. Shit.
1: That would have been dope to see Swerve versus Nakamura, but if we do get that, we'll probably be seeing (laughs) Topdala versus Nakamura.
3: (laughs) That's sad in itself, bruh. Just saying that match is sad.
1: This fucking dork is now the leader of the group.
3: Like, literally, you compare it to Boobs and Nakamura? Boobs is a big guy. He's muscly as shit, but he's not the main point of the pairing. It's Nakamura, and he adds to Nakamura. He's not necessarily the muscle, but he could be. You know what I mean? They could yeah. easily turn him into a muscle. You know what I mean? Right. But they play it correctly. He's enhanced to Shinsuke. That's what Top dollar should be doing to that group. But now he's the singles guy. That is sad. That's fucking sad.
1: I can't believe it. I, 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 I can't believe this guy's actually the leader of Hit Row now. This that guy is that has been in everybody's fucking mouth for the wrong reasons. Swerve is probably, you know, I, I swear? literally just said that, but it probably mm-hmm. is so true. Swerve is probably so annoyed with him. Oh, he's probably 100%. so annoyed with him. He's probably like, dude, this guy don't shut the fuck up, man. He's ruining really, he's ruining my group's reputation. And then they give the group to him. Unbelievable, man. Un-fucking-believable. Un- fucking That's some real fuck shit. I can't mm-hmm. believe it. I can't believe it. I, I was shocked when I seen it. Just because this guy, like I said, he's been in everybody's mouth for the wrong fucking reasons, man. And now he's exactly. getting rewarded for it because... Um, he has to go out there and be a dick to people that never said anything about him. Nobody ever said anything about fucking, about his ass. But now, he talks shit about the Bucks. And whose attention did he get? Our boys, the acclaim. So now you can fucking have fun while Max Caster verbally buries you every fucking time he raps. And he's a way, way better rapper, bro. Oh, yeah. Abdallah. Well, again, top dollar's got better flow, man, but in terms of the lines, Max Caster fucking get you. Max oh, Caster's yeah. a dog, bro, with the lyrics.
3: Exactly, bro. Yeah. Exactly.
1: Yeah, like I like I said, bro. He may be better. His flow may be better, but Max Caster will lyrically fuck you up, bro. He, already did. Is, he, already, he already did. He already did. It was off TV, Literally. but he already did it. Just wait. Just, Just wait. wait
3: till it's on TV. All
1: of AEW has been making fun of his ass. They were shoe shopping on Sammy Guevara's vlog, and Fuego <laughs> looks at these pair of shoes, and he's like, "Man, these shoes are top dollar." <laughs> and they were making fun of his ass the whole episode. This dude's a running Literally. fucking joke, man. And now this it's
3: idiot else is, is
1: now this idiot's the leader of a faction, the leader of a wrestling faction, and he can't wrestle. And, makes no sense. You know, it's it's ridiculous the amount of fucking bums that WWE hires.
3: Oh, they love them. This is everything they love in a guy.
1: The amount of fucking bums, man. I remember we had a friend a couple years ago that told us, well, if they're in WWE, they must be good. Remember that?
3: Oh, yeah, I can't admit Oh, yeah, they must be good. Get that's the fuck what out he, of here.
1: That's what he said, man. <clears throat> he said... Man, well, if they're do- in WWE they must be good. They have to be good. No. It's the it's 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 ridiculous the amount of scrubs that are uh the amount of scrubs that are employed to this company, man. But this dude this dude is this dude is in a wrestling faction and he can't wrestle.
3: Shit sad and now man. he's the leader of That's it. Real sad. He's the leader <laughs> That's of it. That's even more sad. This dude That's is a running fucking,
1: fucking joke. This dude is a running joke, man. And it's gonna get worse. It's gonna get way worse. <sighs> Unbelievable, sad, man. man. Unbelievable. Unbelievable, man. I can't believe it. I can't believe they actually... I really can't believe it. They actually gave Hit Row to Top Dollar. <laughs>
3: that ain't Everybody,
1: right. Like I said, man, everybody's making fun of his ass because he's a fucking dork. Literally. That gets him... Uh, being a shell gets you the the head position in a faction that does not belong to you at all.
3: <laughs> shit, that shit is not okay, man. Shit is not okay.
1: Yeah, unbelievable, bro. Unbelievable. Okay. Still can't believe it, man. Still can't.
2: Makes
3: me shit, sick. Oh, man. That is some sick shit. That is some sick-ass shit. And that's going to inflate his ego even fucking more.
1: Yep. Yep. Yeah, well, now now he's man. Ugh, this group, man. This group was never good. To oh, be no. honest. I don't know why people Soul love it so much. Fun. He was, he was.
3: Literally um, the only one I like. Like Adonis yeah. isn't bad, but he needs time. You know what I mean? He yeah. really needs time.
1: Yeah. Adonis Adonis is okay. Swerve is fucking awesome. Top Dollar mm-hmm. can't wrestle to save his life. Uh, Beef and like
3: relevant at this point. She is. <laughs> and she talks about her.
1: <laughs> I heard she's going to be in the women's division too. I was like, oh, oh wonderful. Oh. But look, man, oh, yeah. Swerve, this is a bad thing with this group. There's two sides to this group there's wrestling mm-hmm. and there's rapping. Okay? Yep. There's one guy that knows how to wrestle, and there's one guy that knows how to rap. What are the other two there for?
3: Exactly. Donis. he's not terrible on either side. He's kind of really below average on both points. He's mad. Yeah, I mean, BFAB is bad at both. (laughs) She's just terrible at fucking everything. Ugh, man. Like, what is the point of this group's existence? I would 100% rather have Swerve by himself doing shit. Or you know what? If, you have, if they took it seriously and wanted to expand it even more, Swerve would be perfect for the Hurt business. Dude, I would love him you in the Hurt business.
1: Can but, you imagine him wearing a suit, though?
3: Oh, yeah, that's true. He's kind of more of just a styled up kind of, kind of guy. You, know what, you I mean? know what?
1: Something you could have did for Swerve is,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I, I don't know about this, but Swerve, kind of like MJF and Wardlow. Swerve and Keith Lee, if they wanted to make Keith Ooh. Lee a heel. I
3: would, that would so be bad. bad.
1: But like, they both are kind of like singles, but they're like a... Yeah, group, kind
3: but they're of. like together. Like, yeah, exactly. I know what you mean. They can make it work, bro. That show would be really good. Two really yeah, likable Two great guys. wrestlers. Yep. Exactly. And the even, if they wrestlers. ever got to do a tag match, that tag match would be heat.
1: Yep. Fucking the Usos versus Swerve and Keith Lee.
3: That shit would be fucking fire.
1: Keith Lee may be able to consider himself a rapper. He did create a <laughs> banger could. of a theme song. That is true. In NXT.
3: Keith Lee's but, a better rapper than Top Tala. My, some,
1: some <laughs> my man's got some lyrical. My man's got some lyrical. Yeah. He's got some bars.
3: He does. But yeah, Maybe. man,
1: I, I, I can't believe it. I, I just kept staring at this report because this is just fucking ridiculous. This group's about to get a whole lot worse, bro. Oh, this, this shit's
3: about, to get, about to get a whole lot worse. Bad.
1: But on that note, that is going to do it for this edition of the Notorious Heels Podcast, man. This has been episode 80 of the Notorious Heels Podcast, man. And my, oh my, Hit Row is ruined, man. I can't believe they gave this guy the fucking... The leader of the group for being a shill,
3: <laughs> literally being a shit complete right. idiot.
1: Well, Shit's like, not right. Like I said, man, just just wait, just wait for Max Caster, just wait for Max Caster to verbally bury this idiot because
3: oh, literally.
1: God forbid he puts out another uh, Twitter Twitter Bro. rap video with his garbage-ass beats.
3: <laughs> uh, as long as they're it.
1: saying my name, it's good. Okay, buddy. You're in everybody's right, fucking buddy. mouth for the wrong reasons. Okay? Exactly. Suck. Anyway, that is going to do it for this edition of the New Shorter Seals Podcast, man. Like, once again, this has been episode 80 and also always, always a pleasure for my Johnny Mayhem
3: and I, Sir okay.
1: And that is going to do it for this edition of the New Skills Seals Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, please like, comment, and subscribe. Don't forget to check us out on all platforms. You can find those To the links in my social medias. And we will see you guys on Monday with Notorious Unscripted. We'll see you guys then.
0: Peace.